This is the Biz News Podcast, one-on-one conversations with experts in business and personal development. It happens to a lot of people, probably most. After about age 50, one's energy level seems to drop. Pounds are easier to add, and the work, 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 and play, play, play days of the 20s and 30s seem unattainable. That happened to Adrian Simmons, but instead of trying to bring that lifestyle back, or just slowing down, she turned those changes into a business. In this episode of Biz News Interviews, Adrian Simmons explains what she did. Adrian, let's talk a little bit about human energy. Everybody who is watching this or listening to it has energy, but you're saying we're not using it right? Not only are we not using it right, a lot of people don't even realize where our energy comes from. They just assume that, you know what, I'm either able to kind of move through my day, I'm able to kind of get accomplished what I want to get accomplished, but they don't realize it all boils down to the energy, the amount of energy we have within us as human organisms to get stuff done. Well, that would mean just having a good breakfast in the morning, right? You know what? A lot of people feel that, you know what? Maybe if I get a little exercise, maybe if I eat a good breakfast in the morning, I'm good to go. But there's so much more that we need as human beings to ensure that we have enough energy to power us through our day from sunrise to sunset. Well, what on earth would that be? Can you give us a list, a handy thing that we could take with us? Absolutely. The most important thing is quality sleep. And that uh, that kind of ties into our circadian rhythm. And what that means as human beings is we have internal clocks that signal our body when it's time to rise and when it's time to settle in. Going back to our ancestors, they only had the rise of the sun and the setting of the sun to let them know, this is what I need to wake up, this is when I need to go to bed. Fast forward to modern times, we have all of this artificial light from the lights in our ceilings, our lamps, our computers, our phones, and we've become reliant on artificial light. If we want to have sustainable, natural, powerful energy from sunrise to sunset, we need to spend more time outside in natural light, number one, to start our day off right. Number two is nutrition, healthy nutrition. And I like to say anything that comes from a root. Anything that is planted in the ground coming from a root is what our bodies naturally need. Number three, movement in the form of exercise. And movement isn't just walking from your computer desk to the kitchen to get some chips and then walk to your walking back to your desk. It's intentional exercise that you must give your body every single day. Number four, mindset. What kind of positive messages are you allowing your body to absorb so that you can provide your body with a lot of powerful mental energy? Number five, our emotional energies as well too. How are you feeling? If you are not feeling positive, happy, 
inspired, can do. If you are feeling the opposite, that's draining your energy. And for me, number six, one of the most important is our spiritual energies. And that ties into how are we connected to other living organisms? So if we want to ensure that we want to have sufficient, sustainable, powerful, beautiful energy from sunrise to sunset, we have to ensure that we are looking at all six of those areas of our wellness. Hey, Adrian, as you have worked with people, what's the toughest thing for them to uh, to do? Is there a common problem that you always have to work on? Yeah, for most people, it's getting that quality sleep. It's getting that quality sleep. Some people feel that, well, you know, I'm in bed this amount of time. But if you're in bed with your phone, if you're in bed tossing and turning, that does not equate to quality sleep. So the most difficult aspect of what do I need to change in my lifestyle to ensure that when I wake up the next day, I'm feeling energized is to retraining people to going to bed at the same time every single night and making sure that you're getting at least seven to eight hours of quality sleep. That is number one. The number two thing is when I talk to them about spiritual energy, how we're connected to other living organisms. As human beings, we are a living organism. Plants are a living organism. Our trees, our grass, animals, um, the wildlife in the sea as well too. All of that is living organisms and we are all interconnected and interdependent on each other. When I share this with individuals, it's like, well, what? So what are you saying, Adrian, that I need to be maybe more respectful of the trees and the plants and, and animals? Yes, absolutely though. You would be surprised how it really boosts our energy when we acknowledge and we respect other living organisms, it feeds back into our energy as well too, when we emanate that love, respect, and when we honor other living organisms. Adrian, how did you reach all of these conclusions? Tell us your story. Wow, well, thank you for that. And I'm gonna say right now, I may cry because whenever I think about where I was to where I am right now, it definitely kind of brings back some sad memories. So my story is of lost and found. Growing up, I'm gonna start from in my 30s, I always had a lot of energy. In my 30s, in my 40s, I was just a bound, bountiful full of energy. I was able to work full time. I was able to go out for dinner, socialize with friends, even after that, I might even go out and do some dancing till wee hours of the morning. I also did volunteering. I was able to do it all. And I loved my life and my life was full of fun, joy and pleasure. And then I crossed over the 50 year line. Now, I had no idea. Lack of information, lack of education, wasn't paying attention. But I didn't know that as you age your metabolism slows down. Your production of estrogen for women slows down. Your production of testosterone for women and men, because we both have it, we both have it within us in different proportions, also slow down. So as I crossed over my 50-year-old line, I continued with the same lifestyle habits. I worked all day when I needed that energy boost. I would run downstairs to Tim Hortons or Starbucks, grab a quick kind of nicotine, 
you know, donuts, muffins, anything to kind of give me that quick boost. Go out after work, hang out with friends, party into the wee hours of the morning. What also happened in my life at that time is my daughter went away to university because I was a single mother raising my daughter. So she was always there in my life. So she goes away to university when I cross over that 50 year old line. And I guess that term empty nester. So I'm now in my home, kind of on my own, feeling restless because I no longer have that responsibility. And what I realized is I started hanging out with the wrong crowds because I was hanging out till wee hours of the morning. And sometimes individuals that you meet in those environments do not have your best intentions at stake. I also started indulging in party drugs because you know what? I got to stay up all night. I got to keep up with the crowd. So I am partying all night, indulging in different types of party drugs and going into work the next morning. But you know what, a quick coffee, I was able to fake it, I was able to kind of go through my day. But I started noticing that my production at work started to decrease. The quality of my work started to falter, started to gain weight, and I started to feel tired. And I didn't know, I never equated it to my lifestyle choices. What I did instead was, well, I remember when I was young, you always used to hear your parents and grandparents say, ah, she's in her 50s. She's supposed to be slowing down. He's in his 60s. He's supposed to be feeling aches and pains. They're supposed to be feeling tired. So I figured, well, that's me. No problem. It's not my fault. It's just biology. I'm supposed to be feeling tired. I'm supposed to be gaining weight. And I continued with the same bad lifestyle choices, partying all night eating processed foods, giving myself that caffeine boost, eating junk food to kind of give me that quick kind of boost until I went for a medical checkup. I've always done regular checkups. That's one thing our parents always said every year, go for your medical checkup, go for your dental checkups. And I was probably 55 or 56, went in for a checkup. And my doctor looked at me and said, Adrian, you look like hell. What the hell is going on? And I'm saying, Really? Um, you know, what? What? I mean, I'm only 55. I'm supposed to gain a little weight. And of course, I made an excuse. Oh, you know what? It's work. It's work. It's work. It's work. Did some blood tests. He called me and said, Adrian, I have bad news for you. For the first time in your life, I'm going to let you know you're pre-diabetic. What the hell is going on? You've always been healthy. Now, Douglas, I sat up and I said, pre-diabetic? And the reason why it really jolted me is because my father died of diabetes, his diabetes, in his late 60s. He was a young man and he died of his diabetes in his late 60s. So when my doctor told me I was pre-diabetic and I asked what that meant, he goes, if you don't change, your lifestyle changes, it's just one more step, Adrian, to being diagnosed as diabetes. Douglas, that was it. I said, you know what? I love my life too much. My daughter, I want to be there to see her get married. I want to be there when she has a family. If I don't start paying attention, I may be gone in another, because remember, I was 55, 60, 56 then. My father died at 67. I may only have another 10 years, 12 years to go. I remember maybe a month later, it was in the winter. It was a bitterly cold January 
Sunday. And I was still smoking then, even though the doctor said to make changes. My appointment was in December. I was still smoking. I was still smoking weed. And I never smoked in my house. And attached to my house, I can see it right now, is a garage. So I remember because it was so cold, it took me literally 10 minutes to fully get my winter gear on. And I went and sat in my garage and I'm smoking a cigarette. And you remember, you can't smoke with thick gloves on. So it's bare hands. It's 30 degrees minus Celsius. It was so cold outside. And I'm sitting there smoking a cigarette. And then I started to smoke a joint. And then I started to cry. I just started to cry, Douglas. I was just, I was lost. I was, excuse me. I was lost. I was lost. I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to start. And I just said, God, I've had enough. I've had enough. I've had enough. I need your help, God. That's right. A couple of days later, I started to feel a, a, a difference. I started to feel hope. And I said, oh, okay, okay. And then with that hope, it took me to, you know what? Let me find a way to stop smoking. So I started researching a couple of these smoking sensation programs. And then a week later, it said, you know what, Adrian? Why don't you do some research into how adults, how our bodies change and what we need to do to ensure a healthier lifestyle as we move into our late 50s and 60s and 70s? So I did research. So I did research around our fitness and our health and our wellness. All the while, I'm using a patch. So I was successful and I was able to stop smoking. And then I kind of stopped the marijuana smoking. And then I started moving away from that party crowd. Slowly but surely, I'm saying over a six to seven month period, using myself as my own beta test, I was able to kind of turn my life around in corporate healthier lifestyle choices based on my research, I was able to lose the 15 pounds. And as I was going through the six months, I started to notice that I was feeling more energetic. And then I'm going to say probably by the end of the seventh month, I say that I started off maybe at a three and four with my energy level that December when I was sitting in the garage, kind of crying, asking for help. And then seven months later, I could say that I felt like between a seven and an eight when it came to the amount of energy that I was able to feel throughout the day. And then I realized, you know what, Adrian, it's because of these lifestyle choices that you're feeling a lot more energetic. Now, I started to notice two things after that, Douglas. People would come up to me and start complimenting me on my energy levels. People that I knew at work, my neighbor and families, it's like, Adrian, what, what's going on? You seem to be more energetic. And I said, you know what? I, I'm not sure what it is because then I didn't really understand where our energy came from. I know now today because I've been doing a lot more research. But again, back then, like I would have been maybe 58, 59. I just said, you know what, you guys, I'm... I'm, I'm kind of, you know, cutting down my sugar and eating more fruits and vegetables. And, you know, I'm kind of, I joined the gym and I stopped smoking. So I think that might be it. I also started noticing more people with different levels of fatigue. And I don't know why I didn't notice them before, probably because I was just like them. But now that I'm living a healthier life, I'm kind of seeing around me 
that person looks really drained. And that person is always talking about, I'm not feeling well. I have no energy, Adrian. I wish I had your energy. If I had your energy, I'd be able to do so much more throughout my day. Douglas, some people would even say, well, Adrian, if I touch you, can I get some of your energy zapped into my body? So that's when I realized, you know what? I was able to figure out how to boost my energy levels. Maybe I can help others do the same. And that's when I created my Energy Edge program. So th that is basically, that is my story of I had it, I lost it, and I have my energy back again now. You're, you seem like a very happy person. Ext oh, extremely. <laughs> <laughs> anything that I can do to support the, our pillars of wellness. I'm a big believer in focusing not only on our fitness and our health, but also our wellness as well too. So for me, it's huge. My mental wellness must be healthy. My emotional wellness must be healthy. And my spiritual wellness must be healthy. I'm curious about how you uh, develop your spiritual wellness. Fantastic question. For me, spiritual wellness encompasses everything that we are connected to as human beings. We are human beings. Our dog will be a dog being. Our cat will be a cat being. A cow is a cow being. A fish is a fish being. We are all connected as one, as organisms. And as such, our spirits are all interconnected. So for me, I make an effort that, for example, I'm out walking. I'll walk by the trees and say, good morning, trees. If I walk by and a tree gives me a breeze, I will say, you know what? Thank you, tree, for providing that breeze. The shade that our trees provide, it'll be, you know what? Thank you for providing the shade. I'll walk by someone's garden, beautiful garden, lush flowers, a bountiful of colors. And I'll stop and say, you know what? You girls are absolutely beautiful. I'm walking down the street by my neighbors. They have a dog. I'll stop and say, you know what? If your dog is friendly, can I pat your dog? If they say yes, I'll say, you know what? You're a beautiful girl. I hope you're having a wonderful day. So I talk to all organisms because you know what? We're all alive. Your tree is alive. The dog is alive. The fish is alive. The snake is alive alive we're all living beings we just come in different forms but we must realize that we are all spiritually connected because we all have one thing in common we all share the breath of life so that means our spirits are connected as a result of all of us using the same things we all we all use the same sun. We all use the same rain. We all use the same vegetation. So we must honor and respect through our spirits, all living organisms. Adrian, where can our listeners and viewers get more information about what you do? I would love for them to connect with me directly. They can reach me at energyforlife.energy forward slash calendar. All right. And what would you like to add that we have not had a chance to chat about? What I want to add is if you want to live a life of vitality, and when I say vitality, I mean energy, joy, fun, excitement, pleasure. If you want to live that type of life, but currently you're experiencing various levels of fatigue, maybe brain fog, 
maybe depression, the onset of depression, maybe anxiety. You're just kind of anxious about what's going to happen next. What are they, you know, there's different levels of emotions that we encounter as human beings that drain our energy and therefore don't allow us to enjoy life to the max. If you know that you want to perform better at work, you want to be more involved with your team at work, but you're not because by 3 p.m. in the afternoon, you're tired. If when you come home from work, you really want to spend more quality time with your family as opposed to flopping on the sofa because you know what? You just sat in traffic for an hour. Now you're home. The thought of having to go and cook. You know what, kids? I, I got to go. I, I, I got to lie on the sofa. If you know that, you know what, I've always wanted to go back to school, but I'm just so tired. I'm just so tired. I don't think I have the mental capacity. If you know that I want to travel, I want to do so much more traveling, but you know what, full of aches and pains and I'm just tired. If you want to do anything in your life that you've always wanted to do, but you feel that because of your curtain, your current dilapidating emotional, physical, mental feelings, and it's preventing you from doing that, I wanna let you know it's, you're, it's not lost. There is a way to rebuild your energy from a cellular level. I did not get into that today, but I will get into that if anybody wants to understand. You can rebuild your energy from a cellular level to the point where you are able to slowly but surely climb out of where you are right now to a point where, you know what? I feel energized. I got all this energy right now. I can now power through my day. I can spend quality time with my kids. I can be a coach on their sports team. I can be a contributing member. I can go and volunteer. Anything that you want to do, you need energy to do it. You're going to need energy to do it. If you want to do anything in your life, you can rebuild your energy. I would love to be able to show you how to do it. It is simple, but you need to be committed if you want to get there. You've been listening to the Biz News Podcast. We welcome your input. Send your email to editor at biznews.com. That's B-I-Z-G-N-U-S dot com. Thanks for listening.